Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have the chair of the Music Nova Scotia board, my friend, and the general manager at Bent Ridge Winery, Megan Scott. Thanks for coming to the Hi. podcast today. Hi, Israel. Thanks for having me. Okay, so I mean, it's been great being on the board. Like I've learned so much from you, and you've kind of, you know, changed the dynamic of things. So I'll start with that because that's where I really got to know you. Uh, why did you get on the board and why did you feel those changes that you've reenacted so far as the chairman of the board? Why did you feel those changes were necessary? Well, I got interested. Uh, I've been working in the music industry uh, on the East Coast since about 20, 2007. And I started in my in my hometown of Fredericton, uh, you know, working for festivals and working with artists and stuff like that. Uh, I moved to Halifax in 2011. And then I took a couple of years and I went to Vancouver. So I was doing events, I was doing artist management, I was right in the thick of the administrative part of the music industry. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Vancouver and I was like, I'm gonna spy on these guys and see how they're doing it, the, the whole music scene out there. And so when I came back, I, I came back full of, you know, uh, ideas and, uh, and stuff like that. And I thought, well, maybe this might be a good time to uh, run for the board of Music Nova Scotia and lend my, my volunteer time and, and, and what I've learned over the past, you know, 15, 20 years in the music industry. And so, um, you know, when I, when I got there, we, uh, you know, the board has done so much for that organization over the past 20, 30 years. Mm. And the thing is, it, it, we saw the world change very recently, like it obviously it's been changing constantly, but we saw some major changes in the world. Um, the murder of George Floyd, the pandemic, all of these things that really um, <clears throat> culminated in a moment in time where I think collectively we knew we had to change and and there, there, there wasn't... Um, you know, there wasn't any looking back anymore. And so we decided to, or I decided that, you know, moving forward uh, when I was elected the president of the board, that that just because we've done things a certain way for mm. 25 years doesn't mean we have to keep doing it that way. There mm. are other ways of, of getting our work done. There are um, there are other genres of music to pay attention to and to support. There mm-hmm. are other communities in our province that uh, that need just as much uh, support and attention as you know our traditional uh, music genres that you know the rock and the and the Celtic. Uh, so we decided to to focus on um, you know really focus on emerging artists. And all of the emerging artists, not just some of them, so that, you know, um, everyone felt like they were, um, you know, had an opportunity within Music Nova Scotia to have their music heard, to have their careers supported, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Wow. And, 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 you know, the change, uh, like you said, a lot happened, but the change has also been 
dynamic, really interesting. And over the last the last two or three uh, years, so much has changed. And I think, you know, the board as a whole, right? But with you at the tip of the spear shepherding it, um, you kind of just brushed over this 15-year career you had. <laughs> like, no, let's talk about that. So sure. how did you get into music and, like, what made you, like, go down that path? Well, I've always, always loved uh, music, live music especially. I, you know, I worked, I was a bartender at the, at the university pub in Fredericton. We had music, live music every night. And so, you know, I was very spoiled to have a place, a couple of, uh, that, that bar was called the Cellar Pub. Um, <laughs> there's also the Capitol Complex. Now it's called the Cap in Fredericton, where, where we would hang out downtown and, and, uh, and listen to live music all the time. So it was just something that uh, became quite a passion just as a as an audience member and mm. and as you know my my friends were playing in bands so I went and supported them um, and that 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 just kept going through my couple of university degrees um, uh, so when I was a student I worked at this at this bar and and then um, you know I was finishing up. Uh, a degree in human rights at St. Thomas University in, in, in Fredericton. And I had the choice of going to work uh, for, you know, uh, a policy watchdog in New York City within an, for an unpaid internship. Oh. Um, or I, uh, you know, I applied and, and was offered a, uh, you know, a student position as a the promotions coordinator at the Harvest Music, Harvest Jazz and Blues Festival then. It's the Harvest Music Festival now. So that was like, that was my first actual paying gig working uh, for a music event. And um, so my job was to put together all the promotional materials and these artists were sending me bios and I, I was rewriting the bios. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, I can write this better. And so, uh, you know, I rewrote Matt Anderson's bio 15 years ago and he's like, oh, that's cool. Um, and um, so I was just kind of sprucing up some of these bios and then some of the artists came back to me and they were like, love what you wrote. Do you think you could write, you know, a longer bio for me? Or do you think you could write this grant for me? Or do you think you could help me book some shows? You just seem, you know, like you're into helping artists out. And I was. And so, um, you know, I spent six months working for that festival. And then I worked for them every summer for five years after that. I volunteered, actually, um, after that paying gig. And then, so right after that six months with, um, that first six months with Harvest, ECMAs were coming to town and they needed a six month marketing person. Mm. And so I got that gig. And then all of a sudden I am just constantly surrounded by artists and their music and their, and, and, and their bios and their, all of this kind of stuff. And, and so um, I, it, it all just kind of um, happened. I want to say all at once, but very gradually as well, because, mm. you know, I, I worked to, uh, you know, I worked with some specific artists. I worked with Keith Hallett when he was 16. I worked wow. with uh, Ross Nielsen, who's a blues guy who has now moved out to Saskatchewan to, uh, you know, have a lovely family. I worked with Slow Coaster. I took them to Japan. <laughs> what an adventure that was. I worked with Chris Kirby, this amazing 
keyboard player and uh, songwriter and producer now. He's he's now, uh, you know, although he's from Newfoundland, he's he's since moved to Lawrencetown here and opened up a studio and he's he's recording uh, artists and, and um, you know, writing songs constantly with, with other folks. So I just, I really loved that, that kind of um, boots on the ground interaction with artists, putting two songwriters together that I thought might be great that didn't know each other. Mm. I loved doing that. Um, but, you know, with artist management, especially at the level I was at, you know, with emerging artists and, and, and folks who were developing themselves, there's not a ton of money. Mm. And so this, you know, to pay my rent, um, I was either, you know, bartending or, or doing other gigs. And so I was like, well, let's throw that, that kind of those hours into um, creating events, putting on shows, um, working for festivals. And mm. so that's what I would do on the side. When I w moved out to Vancouver for, I moved out there for two years, I, I kind of, it, it was a natural progression of, of um, moving away from artist management and more into uh, venue and festival management. And so did a ton of events out there, um, worked with a lot of people at Music BC yeah. and uh, the creative industries out, out in BC and just kind of learned what they were up to. And when, when I came home, um, you know, I really wanted to focus on festivals. Love putting on festivals. So I, uh, I hooked up with Mike Campbell, um, who, uh, you know, we all know from the Carlton and Much Music Days. And he had just started a festival called the Halifax Urban Folk Festival. And so I started volunteering with him, you know, just working the door. Uh, volunteering and stuff like that. And then the next year I was managing the volunteers. And then the next year I was the festival manager. And so I spent 10 years, I think almost, with uh, Mike and uh, the team at Huff. And, uh, you know, it really helped them grow that festival into a multi-venue festival. We moved into Dartmouth. We did some outdoor shows. We did some, you know, workshops and outreach and that kind of thing. And, and it really uh, kind of blossomed into a, mm. a really cool festival uh, as we kept working very hard on it. Um, so obviously, I, I, uh, Mike gave me a great opportunity there. And, and uh, it, I stepped away from that festival a couple of years ago. I think it was 2020 during the pandemic. We were actually able to do a festival. It was like this itty bitty little window where they let us open up again but only half capacity and uh, anyway we managed to do a few shows at the Carlton uh in September of 2020 so that was uh that was a lot of fun and you know um it, it, it's just been quite a journey over the years mm. of, of my career. I've done a, a little bit of everything, or almost everything in the music industry. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 want, I think one thing, that, one thread that you can pick in everything you're doing is like helping the artists themselves. Like, um, why is that important to you though? Well, I mean, m my passion is watching music on stage. And so I love going to see my favorite bands. And it, there's, it, it doesn't just, happen like that. 
I know that it takes uh, promotion to get people into the room to so that, you know, it's an enjoyable show for everyone. Mm. And, you know, who's writing those songs? How are those getting read, written? Are the artists getting paid their royalties for it? Like knowing all of this stuff about which I learned through the years and, and uh, of, of doing this artist management stuff. But, uh, you know, it just brings me joy to um to help people further their artists mm. further their careers and elevate those uh those careers so that they're getting paid more for their gigs they're getting paid more for their royalties they're that you know their 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 songs are getting spun more all of that kind of stuff they're getting more grants um so it's just you know the finish line for me is watching that amazing right. show on the stage, and, and, then the and, and then like from backstage, you're on the you're on the wing of a stage, and you're looking out at the crowd and all of those smiles. And I guess the joy is like, well, I helped put those smiles on, mm. on those people's faces, and look at the artists; they're having a great time. And so it's really just about joy for everybody. Okay, so you mentioned that you worked with some specific artists, like you had access to all these artists. How would you narrow down the people you actually managed when you did that? Oh, it was, uh, it, it was very organic. It was, oh, okay. it was, it, I, I didn't have any, you know, specific criteria, like this artist has to, uh, you know, have sold this many CDs or something like that, or uh, have this much recognition before I would work with them. I just, uh, it, it was really about music that I liked uh, and, and um, you know, artists that I respected and mm. artists that I saw were working hard and just needed a hand. Mm. And so, yeah, there wasn't any like really specific criteria oh, involved. Okay. It was, it was really about, oh, I ran into, uh, you know, Steve from, from Slow Coaster and, 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 you know, we just started chatting and a few weeks later, oh, why don't we chat a little more seriously about this? And, you know, so it was quite organic, all of those relationships. Okay, so you have this hat where you, you're helping the artists that make the music you love, but now you're now managing this winery. How did that happen? <laughs> and what is like a typical, typical day at the winery? Well, that happened, um, you know, I was uh, working uh, a month before the pandemic hit, I, I got a job uh, on the kind of the planning team for this new Lighthouse Art Center, which is located in the old World Trade Center in Halifax here. And, uh, you know, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have a job through in the live music sector um, during the pandemic. But there was so much to do to prepare the venue to be ready to open. And so I spent uh, two, three years uh, with that venue, um, you know, just trying to get it ready to open. And then uh, um, not long after the pandemic hit, I guess it was after the first lockdown. Um, and during that first lockdown, I was living alone and I didn't see or touch another human for three <laughs> months. And then, uh, you know, I think everyone all at once, as when that lockdown lifted, got on their dating apps because, um, you know, I, I, I ended up meeting someone. Uh, his name's Glenn Dodge, and he had uh, recently, in the last couple of years, built with his hands a winery uh, outside of Windsor. Uh, this beautiful Tuscany-looking, vibey uh, winery. It's got a vineyard. We make our own wine and stuff like that out there. 
And so uh, for a couple of years uh, during our relationship, um, you know, I was working at Lighthouse and he was, you know, working at the, the winery. And, um, you know, he, he would come home saying, oh, my goodness, I just I would love to expand and do weddings. I would love to do glamping. I would love to build some cottages, but he could, just couldn't do it on his own. And so there came a time about a year ago, uh, a little over a year ago, I, I decided to leave Lighthouse and uh, join him at the winery. So I'm the general manager out there at the, the winery. It has a restaurant. Uh, we also built a, a, a wedding facility on the, on the property next to the vineyard. And so we've got weddings out there for about up to 130 people, wow. a, a, a wedding. Um, so there's just a lot of work to do out there. And I, it, it's like putting on a little mini festival every day. It's something, <laughs> it's something different. It's a new event. Every day is new. The people are new who are coming to see us. Mm. Um, you know, all the event details for every little event or large event that we put on the, out there. Um, uh, is different, and so it, it, it feels like a, like I'm always working on a little festival kind mm. of thing. And uh, we we you know this summer we introduced Free Music Friday, so I got to keep my 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 fingers in the in the in the industry and book a bunch of acts. I think I booked twelve acts for twelve Fridays. Um, and, uh, so we have music out, live music out there, um, when the weather permits, right, right, right. <laughs> this weekend might be a little, uh, <laughs> a little tough, but you know, um, so it's, it, it, it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun working with my partner. We just got married this weekend. So mm, congratulations. Thank you. So, you know, it's, it's, we have a ton of fun every day. It's a lot of work, but, um, but the 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 payoff again it's seeing the people smile mm. you know when i when i'm putting on a wedding there um and the bride comes out to me you know with a giant smile on her face that's my reward they're having a great time and i help do that so mm. that's kind of what i get a kick out of when it comes to working in the music industry and working in the events and the weddings industry wow mm. wow wow you had your wedding at the winery? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. We thought about it, but, um, you know, we're there every day. Right. And we know every nook and cranny of that venue. And it's a beautiful venue, don't get me wrong, but we just need a little change of scenery for mm. our own wedding. So we had a, a lovely little uh, a ceremony on a on a on someone's private land uh, down in Chester Basin. And then we had a big party at the Shore Club and Joel Plaskett played and oh, the Melatones wow. played. Uh, so we had a ton of fun. It was a perfect weekend. We, could, we couldn't have asked for a better weekend. Mm. So, I mean, now that, you know, we the managing the winery, do you ever see yourself ever going back to managing an artist or that's done? Um. I don't know. I guess um, I haven't done it in quite some time. It's mm -hmm. probably been about 10 years since I have officially managed an artist. And so a lot, a lot has changed in the industry. And while I have, uh, you know, with my role at Music Nova Scotia, I, I keep a very, um, you know, uh, I keep my eye on the, on the industry, obviously, but I'm not in it with my boots on the ground the way I used to be. And so I think I would find it a bit tough to mm. um, get get my my mindset back into, 
kind of the the day-to-day uh, artist grind or, or, or routine or something like that. Um, I think that, you know, I... I had a great time doing it. I had an amazing, we went on tours. We, we had great times, but I think that I, I, my, with my skill set and I guess my interests and preferences, I, I I really like the position I'm in now, Um, Mm. being able to um, help influence policy and, um, you know, and help create more opportunities for all of our artists instead of my, you know, Your my person. little mm-hmm. kind of stable of artists. Wow. So that's, uh, I just, I, yeah, I, I really enjoy doing okay. it. Okay. Mm. Megan, it's always lovely talking to you. I know you have to rush to the festival, but before <laughs> you go, I have to ask you this question. Like you have this breadth of experience, right? An artist is watching, it's like, okay, this is the president of the Music Nova Scotia board. What advice would you give this person when he comes to like, I guess, grants, because like, you know, with yeah. artists, that's at least the first protocol for most artists. Yeah. What advice would you give that person? So my advice for a first time, uh, an artist, let's say submitting or, 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 or writing a grant for the first time is talk to other people who have, who have um, submitted the same grant or, or even any grant. Like there are, there's a few bullet points to, uh, you know, to, kind of that that are that are general for all grants and so you know succinct writing and uh, a, a budget that makes sense and and all this kind of stuff there there are a few parameters and grants that you just always need to follow so talk to people talk to other people talk to people who have written them talk to other artists who have received them what comes next after you receive that grant right those are things that you should know about and be prepared for as a mm. first timer but uh, you know, at Music Nova Scotia, we've got uh, we've got a guy, <laughs> a grant guy. He uh, he's on staff and and he administers all of uh, all of the grants that uh, that we give out uh, within our investment program. And all day, every day, Daryl talks to people, gives people advice, and. Uh, and you know, gives feedback on on grants that weren't successful. The thing about grants is every program is oversubscribed, so there is never going to be a time where we can give. The pot is always smaller than than the the applicant pool, right? Um, and so, <clears throat> get that feedback. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't get that first grant, don't give up, because if you do, you'll never get another one mm-hmm. ever. I can guarantee you that. But if you keep trying. You might, uh, and you probably will if you, like, I didn't get my first grant. I, I definitely know that. And so, yeah, just talking to people who have done it before and talking to the guy who gives out the money. It doesn't have to be Daryl. Let's say it's someone at the at Arts Nova Scotia or someone at Factor. Give them a call or shoot them an email and say, listen, I'm, I'm getting held up here. What would you suggest I do? Uh, you know, with this particular piece of the grant kind mm. of thing. So, yeah. Wow. Megan, thank you so much. Um, it's been great. Okay, I'm going to make sure we have this conversation again on a day where you're in a rush because I have so many questions, yeah. but I'm going to keep them for now. Okay. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I had a great time. Thanks, Israel.